Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know there's a lot of stuff going on with Twitter. Like Saturday was a rough day. Did Twitter change its font? Not that I know of, but... My font um, is different and I don't like it. Let me look. I have ours pulled up. Elon, no. get to work. Mine looks normal. Yeah, mine looks normal, I think. I don't have like yeah. um, like Roman, was it the Roman Times or whatever? Comic Sans, yeah. Wingdings. Yeah, no. I just noticed over the last couple of days that the Twitter font looks uh, really different. Hmm. On your phone or just on your normal? Both. Like, Am I being targeted? You might be targeted. I, you might want to report this. Do I need to pay my $15 for a double yeah. verification or yes. a blue check mark? I did, so I did notice that. The, uh, the double verification. Double secret. Costs money. Yeah. That's, I, I don't like that because it was, I think I was talking to Evan Bland when he was one of the more recent Omaha World Herald reporters who, or journalists who got, uh, got hacked. And I was giving him crap about it. He goes, yeah, he goes, that, uh, that two-step verification, I would highly recommend for everybody. So I did it, and now I was told over the weekend. That you're going to be charged? That, yeah, that you, could, you no longer can use the um, text two-step verification. So just go ahead and let my account get hacked. Seemed like the website is doing well these days. Mm-hmm. I'm sure something will come up today. Uh, John Higgins won't leave our life. Uh, Nick was at the KU Baylor game, and John Higgins was there. Oh yeah, John Higgins works the Nebraska Maryland game yesterday with a Kip. Pro- so profitable you know, weekend. They, they drive down from Omaha. I, I got to we, we got to get Higgy on the air uh, because he used to never work Big Ten games. He's working a lot more Big Ten games. So the other guy Closer. that was on that crew yesterday was supposed to work the Omaha South Dakota State game, Rob Riley, and he was a late scratch. So. I don't know who is supposed to be with them in Lincoln, but that's a final. Those are two guys that are Final Four mm-hmm. officials in in Kip and Higgy. But we 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 can't get Higgy out of our life. Would it shock we you? We don't want to though. Uh, he won't do it. He won't do it tonight because he was just at KU. I was going to say, well, he might. Well, that game's at TCU though. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. That he worked the KU TCU game Higgy. tonight. He oh, he, yeah, he's he's probably already in Fort Worth by now. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I almost kind of expect it. I kind of expect him to be there. Do people in Lawrence love John Higgins as much as people in Lincoln and College Park, Maryland love John Higgins? You know what? I did not hear one person in the area calling him out by name. Because there was one call, we were talking about this off the air, something that you brought up about a month ago on some whistles that are almost kind of waiting for the results of whether it goes in and to either give them an and one or if it doesn't go in. All right, we're going to blow the whistle. Um, there was a couple confusing moments where Higgy was in the middle of it. Didn't hear anybody refer to him by name. So I, th- I think there's an appreciation for him. I'm glad that people are becoming more aware of that. The, the college basketball has kind of become the NBA this year where, for example, Tomonaga got drilled at the top of the key yesterday. I mean, it was clear that he got hit 
and they didn't whistle it until after the shot was missed Mm -hmm. instead of right away on the contact. And that's the thing I've seen across college basketball. They, if the shot goes, if there's contact and there might be a foul and the shot goes in, they'll let it go unless it's egregious. And then it's an and one. Um, but they are waiting to see if the shot goes in. Now, I, I would have a hard time doing that. You know, I, I was taught, you know, when the foul happens, you blow your whistle right, right away. But we see it more and more. And I think as more people are now paying attention to college basketball now that football is all over, people are going to be like, whoa, whoa. It's been going on in the NBA for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. But yeah. now in college, it seems like there are two or three times a game where you're like, call the foul. Oh, okay. Because well, yesterday, yeah. like the Tominaga one, the whistle happened way after the the contact and the shot had been released, mm-hmm. and then it's almost the the ball missed, and then they called the foul, and people are like, because people are up in arms, and then they're like, oh, well, yeah, it was the one that I noticed in the KU Baylor game. It was right in front of me. It was, I think, it was Grady Dick who tried to take a charge. There was no whistle, but so you had no whistle on either a block or a charge. As and I can't remember which player was for Baylor. As he put it up, ball rolls off the rim, and all of a sudden, then there's a whistle, and everybody was so confused. Like, well, wait, are they calling a charge? Are they call, what are they calling? And then they called it on Grady Dick, and everyone's like, whoa, wait, but you didn't call yeah. that early, like a second. And when you brought this up, I really hadn't noticed it much, but it is definitely something you pick up when you are at the arena because a lot of us, I know I do. The live uh, TV, our live TV is a streaming service. Mine's YouTube TV. And there's always a little bit of uh, like split second out of sync. And I remember it drove me nuts in the NCAA tournament last year. When I was watching them, like you would hear these whistles and they always felt like they were delayed. But I just assumed, okay, that was that split second that is not quite synced up with the streaming service. You see it in person and you're right. I noticed it three occasions in the Kansas Baylor game alone. And then watching the game yesterday, it was pretty noticeable too. Was uh, it is noticeable because on TV, Allen Fieldhouse, when that game flipped, which oh, is God. incredible, how it went from the it first half noisy. what Baylor was doing to what Self did in the second half, and Dewan Harris and KJ Adams took over. Was it as loud yeah. in person as it appeared to be on TV? I forgot how loud that building is. I think I went to a big Monday game a long, long time ago. It was Baylor, and it was deafening. Like it, it was one of those things. I'm I'm thinking like during the game, like gosh, I'd really love to bring my son here at some point. We couldn't take him there, like right now. He would have to have the noise canceling headphones, and then probably like a hoodie on as well. I mean, it, it it's it's amazing, and, and that's the thing about that building. And you guys have all experienced it too. It's just different, and I mean, a, a lead like that in the blink of an eye is gone. And a, I, look, Kansas is is good enough to, and Bill Self is a good enough coach to make the necessary adjustments. Oh, but that oh, building, nee. that building has a lot to do with it. I mean, it yeah. is just well freakishly loud. So it's. It's fans there will a team do a victory. I'm telling you, tomorrow night. It's between, like the Boston Garden. Tomorrow night between Marquette and, and Creighton, that place will be rocking. Yeah. And fans will believe that they can will their team to a victory. We have seen it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, even a little bit yesterday in Lincoln, fans were engaged even under eight media timeout when it felt like, uh, down by seven, this isn't going to happen. But in that place, of all the places in college basketball, it's the Bill Self Allen Fieldhouse effect. the The crowd gets into it, and you can feel it turn. Yep. And it and Baylor played about as good a first half as you can play on the road. <sighs> Could not miss against KU. And then the second half just looked completely different. But they got popped right away out of the locker room. Mm-hmm. 
and we've seen it time and time, and oh, a couple of times so this year times. where it flips in that building and you can't get it back. And the next thing you know, you go from being up by 13 to you're you're down by almost 20. Yeah. And once they get the lead, it's over. Yeah. Yep. That's KU validated their seating. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm still with that one. I'm still holding out that Des Moines gets KU and Creighton, uh, but they've got 13 quad one wins. Mm-hmm. 13 quad one wins. Yeah, and, and 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 the Big Twelve, number. which got a lot of love, we got our bracketologist Tim Kruger coming up in the next hour. Big Twelve got a lot of love from the selection committee and their release on Saturday of the top sixteen. It there's no arguing uh, that the Big Twelve is the best conference in college basketball, and it just so sets up. Look at we got KU Texas or T, KU TCU tonight, and now that Mike Miles is back for TCU, TCU mm-hmm. actually might be the deepest team. In the conference, that includes KU and Baylor and yeah. Texas and K-State and Iowa State. And then the final regular season game is KU at Texas. Mm-hmm. How how great is the Big 12 for basketball? Yeah, We've I mean, always said death, taxes, and bill self. I mean, every year I would look, what's the closest pod to Lawrence? And that's where they're going to be. So when I saw it was Des Moines this year, there's no doubt. That's where they're going to be. You can book your hotel rooms every year. It's rare that they do not end up in that closest one, be it... Des Moines or Omaha or uh, what was it last year? They were they were in Fort Worth, so close-ish. Mm-hmm. But every year, I mean, they got five seeds that are three or higher in the sixteen that were released. Yeah, a uh, couple of emails in the uh, Equitable Bank inbox. This is uh, from Terry. Hi guys. Hi Terry. Hi Terry. Uh, the current Nebraska basketball team is fun to watch and one you can get behind. This is what I expected when Fred was hired. It begs the question: What was going on the first three years of Fred's tenure? <laughs> Anybody want to take a crack at this? Fair. What's what's not there in year four? With Fred? What's what's not there in year four with Nebraska basketball? The winning record? Bill Moose, Scott Frost. Matt Abdel Massey. Oh, that's um, true. Each year there were a bunch of mercenaries <laughs> who couldn't spell team if you spotted them yeah. the T and E. <laughs> Glad Fred's come around, but it's a real head scratcher what those first three first years were about. He separated himself. He changed he actually it's it's weird how this year because because fred openly said we've got to win so look at their schedule would have been easy to do a just a garbage main omaha you know those type of games where there's a bunch of yeah, buy games right i don't say main and omaha are garbage but they're buy games mm-hmm. that they could have done a lot of buy games but fred said we got to get some wins and we got to have our resume look good and so that's why they scheduled like that he could have scheduled for wins so he has changed. He he changed in the offseason, and he has changed in this season. And he's going to be back for year five, but year five has to be a trip to the NCAA yeah. tournament, or you don't get a year six. You can't convince anybody that you would get a year six. But I, I've stopped thinking about next year and what's it going to look like without a greasel and a walker and just ride the wave. Mm-hmm. You know, Miles in year two caught lightning in a bottle. Maybe Fred has caught lightning in a bottle and they're red hot and they play with confidence and they're having fun. And you got Tomonaga who's on a heater that's got five straight games of 20 or more and everybody in Japan wants to come cover him and talk yeah, about him. I know they were there yesterday. Uh, Zach says, is there any other school with a more old, crotchety, unlikable combination of coaches for football, men's basketball than Kirk Ferentz and Fran McCaffrey? Fran mm. got tossed yesterday in Evanston. Yeah. That's a fair point. Northwestern continuing to look very good. Um, it's a good question. 
I don't know. I don't know if I can find a better one. Uh, TL3 writes in. See, this is fun. No, everybody's participating. When everybody's playing well, this is fun. Okay? Blue, you know, um, red Nebraska. Got to get black Nebraska going. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Gary, people should hate losing to the school in Lincoln because it is bad. I did. Now on to why this streak is terrible. It's that time of the year where Skirdball <laughs> wins a few games and I have to listen to you drool over a bad basketball team. Need to start losing again. Still can't believe Creighton dropped that game. People what? forget TL3. Nebraska did beat Creighton in basketball this it year. It did happen. And Creighton should root for Nebraska to pick up key victories because Texas Tech is all of a sudden starting to have a pulse. And so mm-hmm. that win looks a little bit better. We can, can't can we all get along? Yeah. Can't we right. just embrace each other? Uh, TL3 also said, uh, Nick, be honest, 14 and 14 is a better than average year for the program in Lincoln. And your response? I haven't responded. My response is, I mean, technically, uh, 14 and 14 is 500, so that's average. Now, for this team in the last four years under Fred Horvath, yeah, you're not wrong. But they got more games to come. So if they get above 500, oh, get ready. They'll be above 500. Get They're not losing to Minnesota. Ready. They, they will not lose to Minnesota. You can book it right now. I, I'm 100% confident they will not lose to Minnesota. Minnesota on Saturday at two thirty, Pinnacle Bank Arena. They will not played since yesterday. They're not losing to Minnesota. Minnesota's gonna be on game four of a week. Weeks long four game stretch. All right, fifty five past the hour. Coming up in the next hour, Tim Kruger will join us. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the selection committee and their release, what he took away from that. Creighton could be in a really good spot with a victory tomorrow night against Marquette. This is a this is a big week for Creighton basketball when it comes to Marquette, because the Creighton women they take on Marquette on Wednesday, and that's a huge game in the uh, Big East. So it is Blue Jay against Golden Eagle. I miss the Marquette Warriors, but it's Blue Jay against Golden Eagle week between Creighton and Marquette. Uh, and we'll get Tim's thoughts on Mick Cronin complaining about the projections of a committee. <laughs> that's okay. We, ever, All of us are trying to find a chip on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Mick Cronin. You're the next in line. But the reveal, works the works. reveal actually was gave Creighton a little insight into what it might take to get to four, and maybe get to three. Uh, so Tim will join us coming up at seven forty. Jacob Bigelow and Joel Lorenzi in the last hour of this Monday edition on President's Day. When you're all at home, never had the day off. I just kind of laugh. Hey, you? No, you guys did have the day off, right? Where you used to work? Not President's Day. Oh. We weren't. We, oh. <laughs> that you know what, and that one wasn't observed either. So we weren't forced to take that day off. I don't think I've ever worked anywhere that had President's Day off. I just remember the fact that kids are getting out of school for it. I'm like what? I mean, one of my jobs we had President's Day off, but it had nothing to do with sports. Oh, you know what? I take that back. When I when I uh, spent some time as a as a banker, we did have that day off. We had, we makes got sense. A, yeah, we got the government holidays off, but. Uh, I got questions about a couple of things that involve uh, President's Day and also uh, something else that I saw over the weekend. And I hope it's Washington's birthday. else can uh, help out. Okay. All right. Off and running. Good Monday morning, everybody. Glad to have you in with uh, Nick, Jimmy, and Gary on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.